to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions. Welcome to the Internal Cauldron of Emotions, a Nick Cage tribute podcast. I am Erin. And I'm Tammy. We're two besties who love to drink and watch Nick's movies, so we combine our superpowers. Each episode, we pair a themed cocktail with the movie that we are reviewing. So join us as we journey into the internal cauldron of today's movie. This week's movie is Deadfall. Mm. It is from 1993. It's starring... A whole bunch of people, and, and then Nick's listed very later. Right. Yeah, Nick is <laughs> Which in is it. weird, because I feel like he's, he's big in it. I think he's, yeah, the way he was listed, I assumed it was going to be like... Uh, a bit part. Like jujitsu. Where he's like in it for two minutes. Where he's in it for, yeah, two minutes. It's great two minutes, but it's only two minutes. But he's in it more than I, I thought, so that was great. Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I thought he was just going to be like, hey, I'm Nick Cage. And they'd be like, goodbye. <laughs> Here we go. Um, okay, so uh, the drink, there is so much drugs and drinking and mm-hmm. booze in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just, we just started Googling stuff. So yes. the movie's about like con, like cons. So mm-hmm. we were looking up like criminal drinks and I found this really great like murder cocktail. Yeah, that you're definitely going to put in your Amazon cart. <laughs> I definitely probably already did. Um, but I, I found this drink called Dead Man's Handle, mm-hmm. which I thought was accurate for because it's like a handle a con like a you know like that so that's that's how i and i looked at the ingredients and i went there's four good job look how pretty it is as well it looks like a sunset watching our video it Mm -hmm. actually kind of looks like tea in the video yeah but you can hear it (laughs) (laughs) things we regret so tell us what is in this dead man handle handle i got it from i don't even know where i got it probably from like epicurious or something um it is, and remember, we we most likely and probably did mm-hmm. absolutely double it. Yes. So it's the standard version is one and a half of blanco tequila, half ounce of apérol, half ounce of lime juice, and a half ounce of orge. I think I'm saying that correctly. Who knows? Yeah. Or or geet. I'm pretty sure it's not orgeet. Orgeet. Which is probably how I would have um, originally said it in my dumb American way. <laughs> I just I just You want some orgeet? I'm pretty sure Obsas is the one who corrected me on how to say yeah, it. Yeah, no, I think it was both of us and we're like, hmm. we don't know. We're not So we thinking. like three out of the four ingredients for yes. this one. So um, the Aperol. If you if you know what Aperol is good for, I haven't figured it out yet. People are like, I love an Aperol spritz. spritz and and like, I was like, well, Gross. We taste Aperol by itself, and no. Yeah, what? so let us right. know that as well. But so for now, throw it in a shaker, pour it over ice, done. Yeah. So cheers to Nick. To Nick. Oh, this is good. Oh. The Aperol, I think. It's buried. Cuts, yeah, it, it cuts the the sweetness that I, I think, think we would have. Yeah, been I like think overpoweringly. I think the orger and definitely the lime juice super help out. Yeah, if we had balances. Used, if we had used a gold tequila, I think it would have been too much. So oh, that's why yeah, we're using sure. a white tequila. Mm-hmm. Look at us, we've become oh, we such know what we're talking about. Fancy yeah. drinky people. Mm-hmm. Oh fancy my God. drinky people. That's us. That's what <laughs> that's what they call us. That's that's our middle middle name. Our middle name. <laughs> our middle Jesus name. Christ. So, Tammy, tell me, how have you been since our last recording? 
well, we try to do positive vibes only. We don't really do well with that because mm. then our like kind of bitchiness of like, why would they do that <laughs> kicks in. Um, but it's hard to be positive on this one. Um, I, I know we both had some troubles these last couple of weeks. So for me, um, unfortunately, my mom passed away and it kind of was sudden like I could see that she looked ill and was trying to encourage her to go to the doctor and for me to take mm -hmm. her to the doctor. But you know mm -hmm. how old people are. They're like, I'm fine. And then one day they're like, just right. kidding. It turns out she was not fine, which I knew. And so I kind of thought it'd be one of those, yes, something is wrong. She is older. Um, you know, maybe this is a few weeks, a few months, you know, who knows, probably mm -hmm. have a helper at home kind of thing. So that's what I was prepared for. But like in the span of it was like 48 hours. Yeah, in the span of like four days, we were in ER, transferred to a bigger hospital. She chose to do hospice um, comfort care, and then she was gone. Mm. So um, we definitely had a complicated relationship like most people do, but it it's still hard. Even when you are frustrated and you sometimes say like ugly things about mm. each other, you know, it's like you still love each other and... It's hard. So it always, that's what like, I've been struggling with. Ringo and I whenever people have like really good relationships yeah. with their parents. Yeah. And not that I not that I have the worst relationship with my parents, it's like we're not super close. Yeah, exactly. But people are like, Well, I'm going over to my mom's house yeah, this and weekend and I can't wait. Yeah. And, and it's like sometimes it sometimes it was great. My mom definitely struggled um mm -hmm. with basically what to me looked like bipolar mm -hmm. disorder and I know when he diagnosed her with air quotes hormonal imbalance which which is the 80s and one they were like fuck women they don't have health concerns or needs and so like i feel like that's yeah. what they said to every woman Ooh, like, it's your hormones it's your hormones it's because you're a woman and you yeah. can't control your your own emotions yeah. you're too emotional that's why you're sick right and so it's I, not your thyroid or your that was before we were trying to talk about like our feelings <laughs> and stuff um so you know that's also hard when you see things yeah. and it's like this is probably what it is but we're not going to get the help we need and it's mm -hmm. hard but we're getting through They're it like um so yeah but i guess the if you try to like the positive is that we did adopt her um dog who is very precious his name's romeo because he follows you everywhere like a little loving lover boy. No, it sounds weird. He makes a lot of eye contact. Yeah, he does. He's big so, on the eye contact. So, but he's tiny. So he's 12 pounds. And Titus, <laughs> Titus is 20 pounds. And he's a cat. Holy he's shit. He's a cat. <laughs> so Romeo is 12 pounds. <laughs> Lily is like 40 or 45. And Roland is like clocking in at like 88. I was going to say, isn't he like, oh, is he going 88 miles per hour? He is. He's going real He's going to go. He's going to travel So now time. we have small, medium, and large. Yeah, I, I the called them. Set. I called them Russian uh, yeah. nesting dolls. And what did you call them? Uh, I don't. I oh, think you I, were like black coffee, medium. I was like, oh, it's a Happy Meal. It's a small fry, medium coke, That's and a it. cheeseburger. <laughs> Cheeseburger. You know who the cheeseburger is. It's Rowo. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been me. He also answers to Doggy. Yeah, I think he just. I mean, and it was I'm sure hard on him because he lost his home and mm -hmm. his like person. He seems like he's adjusting, he's adjusting really well. Yeah, we're all we're. That's all you can do is just mm -hmm. try to adjust. Yeah, he's like a really active cat to me. Yeah. Well, I don't. He didn't really get a chance to be active because that was his previous life, which is hang out and go outside for a second and then cuddle and all this kind of stuff. So it's a different life. Mm -hmm. He's discovered lizards. He's like, holy shit, I'm going to get all these for y'all. But he's also afraid of grass, which is hilarious. Right. I'm like, I'm like, there's a lizard over there. It's a complicated situation right now. <laughs>
the, so, the, the grass. Yes. Well, what have you been? Have you been reading or watching anything to like distract or like perk um, you up? It, it definitely no. Uh, no. Yeah. It, it it was hard. I'm still as for always reading. Um, the Gods of Olympus. And I realized I got a little frustrated with some decisions of characters and decided mm-hmm. that I didn't want to read it. And I was like, you know what? You're just going to go through. So still reading that. And uh, I did, before I all this there. happened, uh, we watched 65, mm-hmm. the Adam Driver movie. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. We can go more into detail with that a little bit later. Tell me how you are doing. <laughs> uh so everything was okay, and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. positive that's, vibes that's only also takes a, a, a nosedive here. Um, this past weekend, or like last week, I noticed my cat Dolly, who was like nine, was was was. I keep calling her like when I'm calling the cats. Mm-hmm, I know. Um, I had to put her down. I noticed she wasn't eating. And she was doing that thing where she was finding increasingly more complicated places to hide and then staying there all day. Like, I brought her treats and wet food and stuff, and she was like, no. Like, the only time I saw her come out was when she just came to drink water, and she'd go right back. But I wasn't even sure she was using the litter box, so. But I I said, if she doesn't eat dinner tonight, she doesn't eat breakfast in the morning, I'm like, it's time. So I took her, and I I was like, I've been preparing for this since the bone tumor situation. And but the doctor was so crazy. The vet, it was a, a my vet was closed on Saturday, so I I, right, I went. Star, yeah. yeah, and he was like, I would like to hang out with this dude and just have a beer one day because he is so <laughs> kooky and old. And he was like, Are you gonna take her with you? You know, or do you want to cremate it? I was like, I'm gonna take her home. We have a friend who does wet specimens, taxidermy stuff, so she's gonna do stuff with bones. And um. Talk, uh, I'll get her name later. Uh, my friend Tressa. Uh, but he was like, Roy Rogers. You know who Roy Rogers is? And I was like, the the, the cowboy from the movies? Like, like, he goes, yeah. He loved his horse so much that when he died, he stuffed it and put it in his living room. And I was like, I'm not doing that with her, but thank you. It's just an option. He's just. He was like, you could just stuff her and put him in your living room. We had a a relative or like one of my mom's friends or somebody who did that. Stuff her dog or something. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and and I was like nine Mm -hmm. and not prepared for that like at all. And then my mom was like, "Wow, you were so good. You just stayed outside and played all." But I was like, "I sure (laughs) didn't want to be mom. Didn't want to be haunted by that taxidermy (laughs) over there." I'm fine with taxidermy if I didn't know the animal. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to know yeah, the animal. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but so like I didn't feel really good on Friday, and mm-hmm. I was like I felt like faint and shaky. Like I felt like my blood pressure probably took like a nosedive or something. Oh, so sure. I wound up. I just like finished work and then left, and thought I was gonna go home and play Hogwarts Legacy because it came out on the Xbox One finally on mm-hmm. Friday, and then just slept for like yeah. all of it. That's, you gotta just listen to your body, man. Yeah, and then ever since then, I plant, I actually finally planted my garden. I put up the arch using the T-posts and the uh, rabbit fencing. Yes, with the tetanus that's growing in your it's arm. It's not tetanus. Okay, it's not even rusty. It barely got me. I bled a little bit. Oh, so. she's gonna turn into a tetanus zombie. Look, I got a tetanus shot within the last 10 years, I think. I think. They're supposed to last 10 years. I don't know. I, I nothing last time I did it it was rusty and that's why I got it mm-hmm. anyway so I actually put the okra and the amaranth and the nasturtiums everything's in the ground and I repotted nice. and every time I think about what's happening with Dolly I just get up and do 
that stuff. I just do more stuff with plants and mm -hmm. then stare at them. This whole situation has put me into a reading slump. Mm -hmm. And when I say a reading slump, I read like four books last the last My three weeks. God, you should be ashamed of yourself. Of seven. <laughs> I finished your book. Yes. And that face. <laughs> I I liked it. I'm gonna read the second one because you haven't But I have to. I'm gonna say this. I I read a ballad of songbirds, and when I say I read it, I mean I got 75 through this percent through the book and then stopped because I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It it's it's not great. I don't like it. It's. Yeah. Um, it's hard, I think, to go into the, the shadow, to be in the shadow of the original. Yeah. But we can talk more about that. Yeah. Because one of the things we were talking about is, y'all, you know, we'll talk kind of about anything. Yeah. And we have the attention span of a teaspoon. <laughs> so we do like talking about books and movies as well, even if Nick isn't in it. We'll mm -hmm. allow that. And so we were thinking as both Our life episodes, can't be all Nick all the time. Yeah, it can't. That would be too crazy. That's when it was. I was dreaming about him every night. And they he were, was always in my dream. They were some... I heard some of those dreams. Some of them were sexy, and some <laughs> of them were just like, he was just kind of there. <laughs> he helped me, like, I think jump my car once or something. Jump your car? So anyway, we're going to start trying to do some bonus uh, episodes of just what we've been reading or watching and kind of going more into detail about what we liked about them. So mm -hmm. if you're interested in any of the books or movies we It'll just be like a quick little... Yeah. Like, yeah, unscripted, just random thoughts, which is how we Isn't kind of do life? everything. <laughs> like, Isn't this whole thing unscripted? Yeah. It looked like I had to pay my dues by wilding with Uncle Lou's flunky. Fucking fuckers fucked! Well, at least he was a lively fellow. Now it's time for the synopsis of the 1993 film by Christopher Coppola. Mm-hmm. After we, we spun it, and I was like, isn't that that old movie? And that's as far as my brain uh -huh. got. And I was like, isn't that the one he did with his brother? Uh-huh, it is. And then I uh, saw the credits. So, I was like, oh, look at that. Yep. So Deadfall, uh, Nick plays a dude named Eddie. And he is not the main character, which really pooped on our party. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's available for free to watch in a few places. I think, like, Tubi or Voodoo or whatever it's called. And then Redbox has it for free. But let me tell you this. I'm going to go up front and say I didn't like the movie, but I will tell you that the commercials, it to watch it free, killed my soul. Mm -hmm. So maybe if the commercials weren't there, I would have liked it a smidge mm -hmm. more. So but you paid the I, I did. The I have decided that uh, life is too short for commercials. It made the movie so much longer. And waiting like week to week for mm -hmm. things to come out. So mm -hmm. I wait until a series is out or basically there's one left and mm -hmm. I know like I can do, you know, like make it and I don't do that. So on Amazon, you can rent it for $3.99 or you can purchase it for $3.99. So now I own no that movie forever. Tammy. It was a smarter deal. <laughs> I made a good. Are you going to rewatch it? Decision. Maybe there are some scenes where I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I think I know the scenes you're talking. Oh, about. you you do. Like Jeff was like, okay, that's cool. I'm I'm gonna head out now, and I literally paused and like ran. Like I was like, you have, you have to, to come back. I backed up one part to send you that picture, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, uh huh, uh huh. He was like, oh, huh. And then you, he left again. And then he was like, okay, bye. <laughs> All right, so Tammy, take it away, Ern. Yeah. <laughs> so right off the bat, we got to talk about the music. It's so... 
initially I was like, is there a great white shark stalking me? Like, yeah. it is so intense right off the bat. It's like black screen, crazy violins, and the violins, like, you know, they're dramatic the whole way through, but it was, it was just very dramatic. Um, and then the more it went on through the film, it, it was very reminiscent to me as the vibe of Psycho. Mm. Like, just... Not not the high pitch when when, yeah. when he's actually murdering, but just a da 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 da. Yeah, and I know they were trying to do that. So, and, but the rest of the music sounds like canned detective music, detective movie music. Yes, which I mean does make sense because yeah. of of the the style. So um, then we see Michael Bain. I don't know if I'm saying it right, Bain. Bain. Uh, he's okay. I you know him well, as go ahead. Hicks. Yeah, I was gonna and say you know as, him from Alien and Kyle Reese from Terminator, from Terminator as well. And um, I was like, Bro. but also he is uh, Johnny Ringo in Tombstone. Oh God, I love him so much. He's the one that fights with uh, Val Kilmer's character. Oh yeah, uh, he's Val. also been in like a million movies. And then he's like, in this. No. Yeah, I mean, well, I, seriously, if you think about like he was in all the 90s 2000s mm -hmm. he's still doing stuff he makes a lot of movies like nick yeah so he he's in a lot <laughs> so we see michael bain we don't know his character yet this this movie also does this thing that a lot of nick films do where you don't know characters names, names um and there's narration voiceover it's yeah. just not nick doing it this time <laughs> um it's just but it's like hey uh, well we're for once we're we get a break from nick <laughs> Um, so we get this nice little voiceover narration from him about cons he's done and the criminal life. And we see him driving his boss to a big drug deal, which I'm sure will go totally as planned, right? Girl. Obviously. I have to tell you, I thought they were cops because I did not pay attention first, first okay. thing in the movie. I was going to, I was going to save it for <laughs> the, for the, you know, like what we thought, whether you like this film or not, you cannot... Pay attention. Not pay attention. You can't say, oh, I'm going to put this on and clean my house or read or play a game or do the other things that Erin does when she's not paying attention. Oh, I I, I was on TikTok. I played yeah, a game. Just because it's like it's like that video. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm conning you. I double cross you. I'm dead again. <laughs> it, it's real hard to keep up with. <laughs> got me you guys i wish you'd seen her face when she did it though it just i'm dead i'm dead i got double cross like I... <laughs> i'm alive again it's that i got double cross again i got triple cross this time like it's a lot that's the movie i'm doing coke again no. i'm dead i'm alive there's a stripper i'm dead um oh, so God. that's the movie this like got me the end <laughs> And during this whole scene and the whole setup, and, and you know, I noticed it from the beginning and it just kind of keeps going, like, Coppola really plays a lot with shadows uh -huh. because yeah. he's clearly going for the noir vibe and the crime vibe, which you can kind of tell from the story. Oh, I wrote, that was my second sentence, attempting a dark noir thriller crime, but it's a, but it's a setup. I like, really loved what did I write? The, the first scene with the drug deal that goes bad because you have, like, the, the dealer who's, like, half in the shadows and he steps out, he steps in. I feel like the first five minutes kind of is great, and then afterwards, there's a lot going on. So I really did love that, and I thought I was like, "Oh, noir film," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, this is how much I wrote on the whole movie." Oh boy, this, that. Well, you buckle up, kids. I got a little bit more than that. So he's focusing <laughs> on music. He's focusing on the the lighting to really get that. We see the dealer in the shadows, and as they go to make the trade, you hear 
Again, we don't know his name yet. You hear our main character, Michael Bay, say, Look out! He's got a wire! And it's a trap! It's a trap! Oh, no. But here's the thing, guys. Dear listeners, if you do not know, and this is your country girl coming out, a deadfall is a trap. <gasps> yeah, it is the trap where, like, you set it so that the large item, which yeah. is usually, like, a rock or something giant, crushes, crushes thing. the thingy. Mm-hmm. And also... I didn't know what that was. I thought it was, like, a pit. <laughs> Because well, you fall in dead. No, so so that is a pit. It is a hole and you fall in and you break things or you're impaled, depending on that. Like, we learned that from Primal. But um, that pit the, was the, so the snare is what, like, captures them yeah. and, like, usually hurts them and incapacitates yeah. them. And then the thingy. Yeah, and then the deadfall is what is considered the most humane because it usually just takes them straight out and it doesn't, they're, they're dead. There's no, that's why it's called dead and fall because something fell in them. It's, it's, you guys it's, are learning so it's much. It's like snakes on a plane. I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah, Something's going to fall and I'm going to die. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The end. All right. So I thought it was also interesting because I was trying to look up the year and there are two other Deadfall yes. movies. Yes. And I briefly it's looked. It's very and difficult for me. They also are about some sort of crime mm-hmm. con gone wrong. Even though this story was, I also believe, written by... Coppola? Yeah, I think it was written, written by and him directed. And somebody else, I believe. Yeah. So it's it's not a remake of a remake or anything like that, but no. there's your little fun fact of things that I knew from growing up in the country. So it was a trap. <gasps> and then the cops rush in and people get shot. But wait. There's more. The driver, who is Michael Bain, whose name we still don't know yet. He was in on the trap. Oh, my God. He's with the cops. But wait. He's not a cop. They're not cops. He's a- it's a con to con the guy who was trying to buy the drugs. <laughs> I got triple, the quadruple guy, axle con going on right the here. The guy who tried to buy the drugs. Really, oh, my God. He was he such tried a the coke. Out pota- Mr. Potato Head. He guy. tried the coke in such a bizarre way. It's, it's like he put his hand in the cookie jar and then just shoveled it into his yes. mouth. There's a lot of this is what we would assume people would do kind of thing. And I'm not sure. It's just, it's all very over the top. It's all very over the top. So they're all celebrating now their plan and their trickery. And they're like, we got them and we got the money and we're such great con people. But wait, the dealer who was also in on it isn't getting up. Uh Uh-oh. He's been shot. But for real. (gasps) With real bullets. No. How can this be? But they were blanks. They were blanks. And then as Joe, and at this point, I'm like, who the hell is this guy's name? And then I looked it up. Joe. I still don't know if they, they had explained it. I name. thought his name was Peter for a really long time. No, Peter is Peter Fonda. Peter. Maybe that's it's it. Pete. <laughs> and I was like, they were like, wow, they didn't really want to make him have to worry about if they were talking to him. Or not. I didn't even recognize him at first until I heard his voice. And that hair is like Highlander. Yeah. Hair. I didn't really. Like it there can only be one Pete. <laughs> so as Joe, Michael Bain also the driver, kneels down to Mike, who is the dealer. Oh, that's his name. That's his name. He's dying. They're talking. He's mumbling. And then Joe says, no, Pop! This is Because so- it was his dad! This part was really funny to me. Because he was like, cake, <laughs> and then he's just dead. And y'all, that is like literally the first ten minutes. The double, triple, axle... Backwards flip, con of the century. It's just the first 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying. You I'm can't, alive. I'm dead. You can't do anything but pay attention, even if you are, like, paying attention. Like, you got to, for real, pay attention. Like, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't register that there was a talk, 
a talkie part at the beginning, like the narration. I registered it later on that it was happening. You're like, oh, they they probably didn't say anything important. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep watching this like I care. And so, um, of note, uh, Mike, who, well, I'll explain that later. Mike is played by James Coburn. Mm-hmm. who is a very older actor. I think now he has pa- since passed. I've recognized the name. I didn't yeah. look anything up so on him. So I only know because he was a very prolific Western actor in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. That's why I recognize his he last name. He was in, like, every cop show. He was in every Western show. And he was in some of the big movies. So I only know him from, like, hanging out with my dad and my grandpa and watching. Yeah, he was in... No. Wait, no, that's Indiana Jones. Wait. Bonanza. Which one's Bonanza? I don't know that he was in Bonanza, but I know he had, like, a bigger role in The Magnificent Seven, Mm -hmm. the original one, not the shitty one from 10 years ago when they (laughs) remade it, and I'm like, why? So, you've probably seen him before if you've watched older films or shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, now, Pete, who is played by Peter Fonda, who we have (laughs) already mentioned, he's kind of, like, appears to be one of the leaders in this con shit show. So, he meets with (laughs) Joe... And clearly blames him for the death. He says it was Joe's job to handle the guns and figure it out. But he blames him, but he also seems very dismissive about it. Like, yeah, he died. and It's your fault. Like, he doesn't seem, like, really angry or broken up about it. But Joe swears there's no way he would never make a mistake like that. And then he just is left to wallow in his own feet. Yeah, they really... uh... He really went hard on it, and then, like, nobody gave a shit. Yeah, nobody was like, oh, well, bye. So then at the funeral, Pete gives uh, Joe his dad's possessions, which was a wallet and a locker key. It's a lot of possessions. Mm -hmm, That's it. Well, he's a con man. He can't have a lot of things holding him down. The key leads him to um, a locker, which unlocks a bag of all this random stuff, and there's, like, an address book and all these clues, and it leads him to his uncle out west that he didn't even really know about. And out west is very vague. I feel like at some point they they mentioned California-ish. I'm pretty sure it is California. But it just is like out west. So. On I, a bus. I have to take this opportunity at this moment to discuss the. Uh, is it the, the suspicious guy on the bus? It's the sets. Yeah, they, they definitely look like sets. I wrote. Um. Oh, 75 cents for coffee. Ooh. Like, that's coming. But I, I, I'm always interested by stuff that's, like, really old. And oh, they're yeah. like, it's $1.25 for gas. But, like, the sets literally look like some, like, ramshackle nonsense tossed together on a whim. And they're like, it's a set now. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the this place that he's headed to. It's the hotel room. It was the, the, the place where they met for the deal. Like, it's, it's like everything. Everything in this except for, like, a legitimate room. Like, a right. real room. It looks like a hot mess set. Yeah, I I definitely feel like it's like, oh, that's probably just a regular hotel room or, oh, this is, that's, that's, that I think is a real graveyard. Yeah. But definitely the little. That's definitely a street. Piazza? (laughs) A little like. They called it the market. Yeah, the market where they meet looked like it took place in my kitchen and they just put a bunch of cardboard booths together. Yeah. And listen, again, are we filmmakers? No. Do we know what we're doing? I'm pretty sure I could put Probably together not. a better set, though. Well, I mean, you know, there, it just definitely didn't go on location. But maybe that was something to do with the budget. I have I have numbers on budget. Okay. Well, we'll find out then. Mm-hmm. So he arrives out west looking for his uncle. And he's in this sort of 
market. 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 Watching all the little nuances of the area because there's all these kinds of stuff going on. For 75 cents, which would now be a dollar twenty-five. Wow. Inflation. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out um kind of like what's going on with everything because he can tell there's little sort of cons and and deals going on he's watching everybody he's that good, one dancey guy was pretty fun as a good con man would mm-hmm. and then out from a back table <gasps> we see nick in all his glory this is why you watch the film y'all it is for nick he is sporting mm-hmm. an uncle rico haircut it's so bad. <laughs> 90s sports shades that he always wears day or night. He's He wears his sunglasses at night. Like, there was one part that they zoomed in on his eyes when his glasses got knocked off. And I'm like, is he blind? Is he supposed to be blind? And we didn't know. We got double-crossed not knowing he's blind. You mean you got conned on the con? I know, and I'm just like, no. The viewer was conned. I'm just like, why? Why? I have exp- I have explanations for things. Okay. Yeah. That that, share later. Nugs? Okay. <laughs> I don't have a lot of nugs for this. We I gotta have to save them. We gotta have to save hold them. them. Yeah. We gotta cook them and keep them warm. And he um, has this like very classic, loose fitting, ill fitting, olive green '90s suit. You're not gonna mention the mustache. I was getting there. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I feel like you were at the end of describing him, and I'm like, what about that was that was part of the look. So he's he's got a mustache that looks like you know when you are trying to draw a mustache on somebody and you basically draw a comb. Yeah, that's what it looks like, and he's just a coke fueled henchman to Joe's uncle. And in that regard, he does not disappoint. He's got crazy hands, mm-hmm. like you see the hands that we know and love. He does this druggy mumbling. Sometimes there's an accident. Sometimes there's not an accent. I think it's an accident. <laughs> Maybe it's an accident that he had an accent. I don't know. Yeah, occasionally he's like normal Nick voice, and occasionally it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a different voice, and I'm like, well, what are we doing there? It's it's, And he's kind of, a lot of times, sort of subtle psycho. He has moments where he goes yeah. like full crazy, but he's just kind of like clearly psychotic, but in a, oh, that's just Uncle Nick kind of way, which is really interesting. <laughs> So, Eddie, <laughs> that's Nick. old Uncle Nick. That's just how he is. So, Nick is Eddie. Mm. So, Eddie takes Joe to meet his uncle, who looks exactly like his own dad. <gasps> because they were twins. Oh. Because of fucking course they were. Like, I did not. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, boy, they look really similar. <laughs> There's a whole story about them being twins and fighting <laughs> over the same girl. <laughs> He's like, you know, if things oh, have been different. Oh, I heard that story later on that you're talking you about. You could have been my son. Like, that's weird. That's <laughs> really why I didn't understand that line. <laughs> but he talks about it later when yeah. she, the chick wore the really cute dress. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Look, I picked up on it eventually. I mean, did you though? Not the twin thing, but the same woman <laughs> thing, yeah. So we meet. I really oh, phoned it in on this one, guys. You did. Nick I'm says so glad I never phoned it in. I'm really glad I didn't have to do the synopsis. This <laughs> I know. Week. I was like, oof. Well, I like film noir, and I'll try to find the good in this, and it's better me than Aaron, because it would have been over in 10 minutes. This is stupid. The end. Bye. <laughs> it would have been my tagline, and then done. <laughs> so, old Uncle Joe greets him like old friend and family, and he says, you know what? You and Eddie should hang out tonight. Oh, my God. This is the best part. 
And Joe clearly is like, oh, God, this he's looks like, like a terrible sure. idea. But he knows that he's got to kind of like, he's trying to figure everything in. He's got to get out on the inside. So he goes along with it because it's kind of like he has to pay his dues. So, of course, Nick is Eddie is a shit show the whole way. Like a great shit show. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, I love it so it much. It is. I would watch. You said, I'm so sorry because. Um, <gasps> yes. <laughs> Like, the, the day we were going to watch it, I had to deal with something very, very difficult, and I was really upset, and we were talking about yeah, it. And yeah. you were like, I'm sorry, this movie is not going to make it better. No, it did, And though. then I mentioned you, and then I wrote back immediately, like, Nick's really funny in it. Though. Yeah, and I was like, but but it did. I mean, the, the movie didn't, maybe <laughs> all the way, but Nick and some of the craziness that happens, oh, God. It, it did, he, it did. He's always talking, and you can't understand. It's like a mile a I minute. tried to put on subtitles, and the, the fucking free thing I was watching didn't let me put on subtitles. It was also probably like, girl, we can't do this. I, I didn't don't, under, don't I try to do this to us. 50% of what he said. I know. I, I just was like, going on emotions, he seems happy. Or yeah. he seems mad. <laughs> or he seems like he's really keyed up about something. Yeah, probably he, all the coke. So, something's really... Is it the coke, or is he excited? Yeah. I don't know. Fitty, fitty. Um... <laughs> So they go out, they're going to have a good time, have drinks and stuff, but of course, Eddie is trying to set him up, and he's trying yeah. to get him out of the picture, because he already knows what's going to happen. So Eddie tries to set him up in a situation that he thinks will get Joe, like, out of the picture, like, beat up mm-hmm. and or killed, mm-hmm. and he's, like, you know, plotting against that. But Joe comes out just fine, and in fact, more than fine, he is successful in getting this job accomplished where Eddie yeah. has failed before. And also, Eddie's girl is definitely got lovey eyes for him and is making yep. moves on him too. So all of this is starting to compound. So naturally, this trips the wire. And the weight <gasps> of all the secrets and the double, triple, quadruple crossing begin to come crashing down on Joe. And that's where I'm going to leave it, y'all, because there is so much. I do think people should watch it, but I just want to let you know... And, and I will say honest. that I'm I'm leaving you with that, but also know to come before this film finishes, there's a crazy hot oil scene. There's a guy that has a metal crab arm. Yes. And Charlie Sheen is creepy as fuck. There's still the, way more. The guys. crab arm. I was not paying I was playing a game on my phone and when I saw it, I was like I was taking my notes and I was like, oh, I'm paying attention now. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I feel like it has to be a call out to like a Bond villain. Cause there was a Bond villain mm-hmm. who had like a, it, it didn't look like that, but he yeah. had like prosthetic arm and I think it was bitten off by an alligator or something in the Bond <laughs> film. But I'm just like, who the fuck puts like a gold plated metal arm with scissor hands besides this guy in this movie? So anyway, you know, who does? there's a Christopher lot, Coppola. there's a lot more to come. Even where I leave you off with the double, triple, quadruple, millionth power, <laughs> con on, con on, con. If right. William Shatner was here, he'd be like, con. Because there's so many. Yeah. I don't dig looking at your ugly face. Now your partner, he was a cool dude. Cool enough to get the baby to burp up 1500 I didn't be in jack shit. Talking about you cleared your debt. He told me all I had to do was walk outside with him, shake his hand, and I was even. Are you telling me that was his fucking money? <laughs> Somebody's after your job, boy. <laughs> I bet he even stole your woman. <laughs> Fuck it, my back! 
Thank you, Tammy, so much for that. Uh, that that. Mm -hmm. And also, I had no idea where you were going to end it. Like there was, a, I I couldn't. That was part of the con. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't figure out like a spot where I would end it. Just because every two minutes something is twisted and happening, so mm -hmm. I was like, let me just before the shit continues. So there's not a ton of stuff out there and it made it very, very difficult to search for because of the other movies yeah, uh, called Deadfall. And so I was reading a Roger Ebert review and it was not for this. It was for another. And I was like, Jesus like, Christ. Wait a minute. I've been conned. <laughs> um, so to explain Nick's wardrobe and his mm. eyes mm. he was told to just show up however he wanted for the part okay that makes so sense. he came Creative in of license yes so he came in with that wig his albino contact lenses and the dark sunglasses oh is that what it was supposed to be they i just were, thought his eyes he was were supposed light. to have like like albino they looking albino. i know i know it looks really okay. weird but his eyes are half open the whole time so it's really hard to see there's one scene where things they do zoom in off yeah and, but i i guess i sort of get it now okay so he said uh and he wore the dark sunglasses because he thought this would add more authenticity to the character of a two-bit hustler i mean I, I do get that you know like when you're playing poker people wear sunglasses so you can't see their eyes val kilmer almost mm. played joe way better <laughs> I, I apologize i really do like michael bain but i i don't know that he was the best fit for this uh -huh. just my personal opinion i just felt like he was sort of very stiff it was very clunky yeah and 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 he can be stiff in like mm -hmm. aliens or terminator because like that role lends it to it but i do feel like hmm Man, I would have been so much happy if I got to see young hot Val Kilmer. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Sorry, guys. So, uh, <laughs> this one will tickle your fancy. Mm. I'll say the name that will tickle your fancy the most last. Okay. Carrie Elwes. Is that how you say it? Oh, I don't know, but I, I, I always said Yules. Yules. But I don't know that I'm right. Yes. Um, from Elwes. Princess Bride. Princess. Like, from many... And everything else. And yeah. Now, like, and so, he... And Tom Waits, oh God, were considered for the part uh, that Charlie Sheen got. Oh <laughs> man, either one—they've been like very different into the spectrum. They've been so much better because I get the purpose of Charlie Sheen's character. Do you, did you watch that part at all? I watched it. I like watched he was the whole thing. I mean, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I don't know why he was there. So so that character's role they was just basically cool. Well, it, it was to sort of vet Joe before mm -hmm. he talked to Crabman to be able to do a different heist. I heard them say something about vetting. I'm like, who's being vetted here? Yeah, so it was like he had to sort of get past Charlie Sheen's character and they make sure that he had money and was mm -hmm. worth talking to first. But yeah, Charlie Sheen is like creep otastic. He's got weird eyebrows, and I would have been really excited if <laughs> man, if this it was is, Tom this, Waits. This, this is the miscast of like I'm like man, that would have been better. Man, that would have been better for his five minute appearance in the movie. I would, it would have made a difference. Um, so the film was dubbed Dreadfall by many critics. <laughs> 
Um, this one's pretty fun. Okay. Um, there's a punk metal band called Snot <laughs> that recorded a song called Deadfall based on the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I bet it's great. I had, I didn't listen to it. I was going to say it. I have it a feeling. A, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so th- those are all off uh, internet movie database. Mm, the basis of, of data. Um, this still has a zero... A Still on Rotten Tomatoes, zero. Based on five reviews. <laughs> I feel like I should go out. Like, can I go the, out and help it out? The audience score is 25%. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. That's the, the rating. There's is, like the critic rating and then there's crazy. the hu- the I regular mean, I mean, human I could, rating. I, I could, I, yeah, that's probably correct. Um, so I can't help with that. Because you mentioned the claw man, I, I did look him up because I recognized his voice. And uh, I looked him up. Do you know where he's from? I know that visually he looks like a B-level Marlon Brando, especially like Doctor Island mm-hmm. of Dr. Moreau Marlon Brando. He's the dude from Phantasm. He is not. Yeah. The, the tall, like, the dude? I'm I'm 98%. I mean, you sure. might be right, though, like his face, and he sat down the whole time, and mm-hmm. he just, you know, as we get and older, we expand. His last movie that he was in before he died was called Dances with Werewolves. <gasps> <laughs> Oh, man, I want to find that tonight and watch. There's another one he was in called Satan Hates You. I mean, we all knew that, but I don't know. I just, I had to bring that up. It's not, it's not really a Nick Nug, but it's a fun Nug about, about the movie. But I I want to watch about somebody who had two minutes in, basically in, in a scene where he had a a robotic crab claw arm. It was really, it was a very fancy robotic, like silver or platinum and gold plated arm. He was very fancy. Yeah, he was very fancy. Um, so my last one is actually, I have seen Nick talk about this in an interview before or heard him talk about it in an interview before, okay. which probably you have as well. Um, I got it from interviewmagazine.com and um, it's called, excuse me, the uh, article is called Nicholas Cage almost sent Charlie Sheen to jail. Good. <laughs> I know. That would have solved a lot of people's problems. So this is obviously around the time of the filming. Uh, they, this is the 90s. Yes, yeah, the 90s. Questionable times for so, everyone. So, on a flight from L.A. to San Francisco, which, like, just drive it, dudes. Um, sorry. is an hour and a half stretch. That's it. It's, like, from flying from here to Atlanta, basically, for us. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. Well, I mean, I guess as opposed to, like, four or five hours. Yeah. Celebrities so, cannot be bothered with driving. Yeah, especially in L.A. Yeah. Um, unless you're Nick. That's right. Sorry. And you got his sweet ass gold car that he has now. (laughs) Um, so Nick was like, I'm going to hack the, not hack it. He'd like took the little boop boop intercom thingy. Um, I like how we always, our, our words escape us, but our sounds are point, like on point. (laughs) You know, they're like, everybody, we're reaching our flying altitude. And you notice that the seatbelt things are off. That announcement thing so he hijacked the flight's pa system to announce to the passengers on board that he was the pilot and that he wasn't feeling very well so sheen michael sheen freaked out charlie sheen sorry there's there's like three sheens aren't there there there's i think there's a large family wait michael sheen is my baby yeah i love him very much sorry that's a different sheen i love him so much um so he, Kate, Nick Cage didn't realize that Charlie, 
Sheen? Oh, I did it this time. Great. You did it. Uh, Charlie Sheen had an eight pound or eight ball of cocaine wrapped around his ankle on the flight. <laughs> he was really, he was like, guys, it's for the movie. It's for the movie. I'm getting into character. Oh so my God. the plane lands and then, so this is a direct quote from, from Nick. It says, when we landed, the pilot came out and understandably, he was very angry. <laughs> he pointed his finger at my face furiously, at which point the door of the aircraft swooshed open like a nuclear gateway to a bank vault to reveal six fully armed police officers. Oh my God. And the first thing I did was say, first of all, he had nothing to do with it. And I pointed to Charlie. And then I very gingerly, very delicately, very kindly talked my way out of going to airport jail. (laughs) (laughs) So he, like, wanted to play a silly prank on Charlie Sheen. And then was and Charlie's like sweating his face off because he's got it. He's sort of breaking the law right now. Um, well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe Charlie Sheen was perfect for that role. My only other thing, because we mentioned the budget earlier, and this isn't about knickknacks or anything, but I will tell you the budget. The budget mm. was ten million. That just sounds like so much money. I just feel like I could do so much with it. Maybe not make a movie. I don't know. But I could just really do a lot with $10 million even now. He had like 30 cast members. I know. It was all the people. There were a lot and of people to pay. So that's about $20 million today. Okay. And do you want to know what it made in the theaters? I feel like this is a very low number. Wait. Okay. So. Do you want to guess? Yeah. So $10 and, million. Yeah. I know. I just saw myself in the face. Ow. He heard it. I don't think I can like edit that out. Oh it's my like, god! Oh. Ow. Tooth okay? That's fine. I just was so excited about telling you this. Um, I feel like it made two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars and nine hundred and one dollars. I think I said that wrong. Two seventy-five. Not even in inflation money. Not even. Not even close. Oh, is that too much? <laughs> So much. $76,000. So it made $18,369 in 1993 money, which is about 39000 now. Oh, no. Oh, my. Yeah. No wonder movies have to charge a lot for tickets. Right? Stuff like that, man. Um. So, Damn. to think about it, we had the Phantasm guy. We had uh, Michael uh, Brain. 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 Um, Apologies, guys. Yeah, you can get your we first had name two right. Coppolas yeah. on board. We had Peter Fonda. Mm-hmm. We had a Sheen. Mm-hmm. We had like acting di- dynasties on board. Yeah, and then we had di- um, the chick who played Diane, Sarah Trigger, Trigger, who did a ton of like eighties or nineties. Mm-hmm. Like you would recognize her. Oh yeah, from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, mm-hmm. and also PCU. Mm-hmm. I never saw PCU. You never saw PCU? No. It. You had to be there. <laughs> I don't recommend watching it, it now. Time. It was a different time. <laughs> but yeah, so like I think the majority of their money probably went to That's why they the couldn't actors. have a good that's why they had to have these little sets because they were like, We out of money, y'all. And if you okay, and if you've seen Prisoner of the Ghostland, <gasps> yeah. um, there is a reference to this movie in Prisoner of the Ghostland, and I won't tell you what it is. I want you to know what it is because you're listening to us. We say it all the time. We do. And it was really exciting. And she said that there was a reference. And I was like, that's weird. And then it happened. I was like, oh, that's so hilarious that it comes from this. Yeah. Yeah. Those were some great spicy nicknucks. I, I tried very hard to find any amount of nicknucks I could. No, they were all really juicy. But seriously, the, the fact that Deadfall had, like, two other movies come out in a similar time frame, like, 
not so much. It, it, within, well, it's in like within a f- several years of each yeah. other, but also to be the same kind of story. It, like I guess mm-hmm. the same type of story. It's very interesting. I wonder has anybody got it right? We'll never know. Let we're us not know in watch, the comments. We're not going to watch the other ones, so no. please let us know. Yeah, please. <laughs> what the hell is this? You filthy double-crossing little fucking filthy double-crossing filthy fucking goddamn fucking filthy little brat! What the hell has gotten into you, man? What is this? Oh, what the hell has gotten into you, Eddie? What is this? Oh, that's really good. That's like a poker face, like a fucking statue! Pick a card! You cracking up? What is this? I'm not sure it's true of you, but I was definitely really into this movie. Mm. Like, I, I, <laughs> I made that iconic Andy Dwyer excited face, the, <gasps> when he hears the juicy stuff. I made it a lot while I was watching this movie, mostly, only- because, mostly because of Nick, but there were just some other things where I was like, oh, they got me. And then I was like, okay, at this point, there's too many trying to get me. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely... One of Nick's most utter crazy cages. Oh, it's insane. It's like, fabulous. Um, I feel like... He should have won some sort of something for this. There should be a war, an award just for this. I feel like he was like a hunting dog, and they said squirrel, and he just fucking went for it. He he pulled he pulled in all of his cages for yeah, this. It, at it, the time. Yeah, at the time. It, it's so over the top, and I absolutely loved it. But the film does start to get bogged down and everybody is just two-timing everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and at some point I just stopped caring because I'm like oh I guess you're gonna try to like surprise me again and I started kind of then seeing like oh this is probably a trick it's probably this and like the the excitement and the allure of a noir film where we're like there's a, just enough little trickery mm-hmm. or red herrings to kind of get you this was too much or was there's like, like I don't one even care big anymore. long one yeah. That goes on through the entire film. And at the end, it's like a... <gasps> they got me like a... Uh, this one was like... It's <gasps> 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 <laughs> <laughs> a, a good way to, to do it. Um, just make the audience hyperventilate. They won't know what they're doing. <laughs> just give them a, a bag to breathe into and, and, and you're, you're fine. Um, like, it's hard to do a film noir type movie... Because one, it's done so much, and mm-hmm. two, there is kind of a specific formula to it, and it's very easy to go overboard when you are trying so hard to make it cool and edgy, and it takes away from an ultimately, I think that's what happened here. They were trying to mm-hmm. pay homage to that, and a lot of the 80s, 90s, and even movies today still try to do that. But they they try to do so much and try to make it cool and edgy that it took away from it. Like some of the, a, a lot of the dialogue did not hit with me. It felt very like forced, and it's like this sounds it was like very a, like it was play. very stiff. Yes, it was very clunky. Very it it, it reminded there was no me of flow like a high school play. They're like I forgot my line. Yeah, and and, and, and maybe that was happening. Um, the plot was kind of too over the place. The music was trying to like energize, but it kind of took over. The best when it music was at the beginning. Over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the beginning it. scenes I really, really liked, and then I just felt like it got really chaotic, but not in a good way. Um, but again, 
absolutely love Nick from, from his performance. You can see in here past performances and you also <laughs> see performances that are yet to come. And in that respect, that as a Nick, as a Nick fan, I think is really good. So like, I, I, I love noir films, mm. especially the old ones. Everybody knows Maltese Falcon. One of my personal favorites is the third man, just because I have a weird appreciation for everything Orson Welles, probably because he was like cuckoo bananas too. But like, <laughs> I'll watch, I'll watch any kind of noir film, even if it's not that great. And I watched this and I could see where they were going with it. But at the end, I was like, <sighs> sad face. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do think, I do think with maybe some of those character changes, it could have added kind of toned it down in a, in a different way and maybe mm -hmm. carried it a little differently. I feel like if they just left out three or four of those twists. <laughs> or 17. Or 17. You would have still had like 10. <laughs> it probably would have been. <laughs> yeah. It was like, <laughs> it's like popcorn. It just pops up and there's a twist. Oh, look, another popcorn. Yeah, just it's like when you think you're done with the popcorn and you're like, oh, and you're about to take it out. So, There's more like, popcorn. Oh, no, no, okay, it's for real. I'm like, oh my God, I just want my popcorn. Yeah. Yes, that's kind of how it's a great, It's a great uh, little comparison there. So I love noir films. I liked this film where it was going. It it kind of just fell apart because I think it was just trying too hard, which happens a lot. We try too mm. hard on different projects. We all do. And I put, did it today. I was like, I think we're overthinking this. Let's stop. And yeah. And like come back. Later. Exactly. And, yeah. and so it's just a natural human condition. But I do feel like you should definitely watch it because it's a crazy film and because of Nick's performance. Mm -hmm. It's really something. <laughs> so that's my thoughts. Tell me your thoughts. Um. So one of my little weird notes I left for myself for today was what a twist and then I wrote the little emoji where the, the eyes and the mouth are all flat lines yeah <laughs> so that's that's where you can expect me to go with this um Nick's like once like I will say Nick's not in the entire movie mm -hmm. uh but it's once kind of sandwiched in the middle yeah once his part was done I was like yeah yeah oh look what's that a bird oh look a I 100% agree yeah like, it, it, it he and y'all, is a crazy exit scene. I'm going to leave it with there. It is insane. Like, honestly, if you could... Actually, I think there's, like, a YouTube video of, like, the best scene. Because I was trying to find interviews and stuff. Mm. There is There are YouTube videos of his, like, craziest from this movie. Yeah. So if you guys only want to watch the Nick stuff, there are YouTube videos yeah. with just the Nick stuff. Um, but you won't understand anything, but I don't think it's a bad also, thing. Also, if you watch it and you're not, like, a thousand percent paying attention, you won't understand anything either, so. Yeah. There you well, go. Well, he does this thing, he does the thing from, um, he does the thing from where he's like, I'm Nick fucking mm. Cage from an mm -hmm. Unbearable Weight, but he's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying, like, you, like, he, he has his, like, the let's hands. ride hands. And he then he, like a couple he of sings bullshit, and I can't remember how to do it exactly right, but he's like, bullshit, bullshit, Oh, bullshit. yeah, he, his voice it's changes, so like, four different times in one scene, weird. and it's psychotic. It's really. And amazing. And I feel like he's, like, deteriorating as the movie progresses, like, his, right. his like, voice and everything. Well, um, which he, like, his character is, like, actually because he realizes he's about to be replaced. Yeah. And and, yeah, you know, so he, he's like he's like feeling the inferior. way he drinks from that beer bottle. It's like a, a hamster at the water thing, and it's like. <laughs> so I wrote. This is one of my other little things I wrote. 
this fuck scene. Which which sex scene is worse? This one, Top Gun, or Roadhouse? You pick. So, because Road <laughs> Ringo makes fun of it all the time. He's like, I'm going to fuck you against a wall, but I'm going to swivel my hips like oh, this. This this one, even Jeff was like, this is the longest scene ever. I'm like, it's I know, It's the longest right? scene like, in the whole I get it. You're fucking. Yeah. Good at job. Least, at least not Top Gun. Take my breath away. Yeah. Boom, boom. You get a nice song with it. Boom, boom. <laughs> Take my breath um, it's like five minutes, and it, I mean, you know, like that's fine. Like, but also, it's like, I get it. Sex, like, sex happens. Yeah, and, um, and it's great, and 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 everybody wants to see boobs and stuff. Yeah, boobs. but also, we there's get it. Uh, oh, Charlie Sheen's smoking jacket that he wears mm. in the film is absolutely chef's kiss. It is, yeah. yeah it's his, like a his costume red, is really great. It's like a red with blacks um, detailing a smoking jacket, but it's it's like alligator or snake or some sort of reptilian but they dyed it red oh and i was just like i would like that please Mm. thank you so i basically checked out Mm -hmm. for a lot of this movie as as you may have noticed i'm shocked um you you've carried yourself so well throughout this entire (laughs) episode (laughs) so i i i'll leave it with this in terms of would i watch it again or would i watch that italian one again I would watch this again. Yes, that I would, I would watch never this watch again. the Italian one again. I would either fast forward to the parts where Nick shows yeah. up, or I'm go... not gonna lie, I kind of skipped forward a little bit here and there. <laughs> you cheating, some bitch! I could listen. <laughs> I was ugly crying yesterday. I couldn't. Right? Fuck... And then this yeah. happened, and once Nick was out of the movie, I was like, "There's nothing left." I don't. Why am I still watching this? <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's gonna be mad if I don't finish it. That. I, I, I will say Nick, Nick passed, or and he's out of the picture, and it's like okay. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, double, double, triple, quadruple, quintuple, con, con, oh, cowtow. It's like oh, I oh the oh oh okay, yep, you got me. But did you, oh, that's the girl. Mm, that's not really shocking. Wrote, carousel, really? <laughs> carousel scene. Anyway, so okay. that's how I feel. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, since you're already talking. If you had to give this movie a rating, or do you, or do do you actually should we pause? Is there a rating for Old Evie? I have no. Okay, I couldn't find one. All right, so he was like, absolutely not. I this only found a deadfall that wasn't this. Okay, so so you give me your movie rating. Okay, so first I'm going to say my tagline for the movie oh, yeah. I created. It is by the time the plot thickens, you don't care. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is true. So for the movie, mm-hmm. I'm giving it a star. Oh, okay. A. Uno I was, stars. Can I give it zero? That's I can't give you. it zero. Because I would say I I'd mean, watch this. a lot this. of other critics did. I, I, actually, that other Deadfall movie I found on EB's website had two out of the four stars. So maybe they got it better. Maybe. Anyway. Um... Yeah, one star. I I would watch this more than I would watch the Italian one again. Time to kill. Yes. Not a time to kill. Just time to kill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it. What about you? Uh, 1.5. Because Sorry, I, I didn't do... mean to have the reaction. <laughs> okay, I wasn't offended. I mean, <laughs> um, just because I appreciate where it started and I know what they were going for mm-hmm. and I wanted it to be a noir success as well. I agree and with there's, Dreadfall, though. There, there's good, yeah, there, there's there's a good start, and it just sort of dwindles. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about Nick? 
I have to say this drink is actually really great. Yeah. It's like the Aperol is like, it's not it's, doing that weird it's, thing anymore. It's refreshing, but not in the super sweet way that no, we No, it's not super do. sweet. I don't feel like it's really heavy with the alcohol because mm-hmm. it's just that little bit of tequila. And yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think Aperol is technically. Is it alcohols? It's, it's like a liqueur. I think a liqueur. A liqueur. liqueur. Um, Nick, I actually wrote 10 and remembered we only do five and then put five. <laughs> So there you go, five stars. Uh, what kind of Nick? Oh, crazy! I know. It's like, what, do, why let did me you ask a stupid question, you guys? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. He was every second of him. He stole every scene he was in. Oh yeah. Everybody else was this like woody, stiff acting, and he's back in the background taking a pill, and it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Just the way he, it seems like he's seeing things and he's grabbing things. <laughs> I feel like the only person that remotely keeps up with him is the the older guy the mike lou uh james coburn character um who i did actually read because i was like trying to um see like like when he was born kind of like i I thought it was just 70s but it was apparently 50 60 70s um and i read an article about how he also sort of butted heads with people because he just wanted to do his own thing yeah so i feel like him and nick were probably probably very kindred Pals. spirits, and he did have some moments where he was like, "Ah, see, yeah. you know, like, he was like I'm gonna bring out my twenties. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm alive. Just kidding. <laughs> it's my twin. Like, <laughs> but it, 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 and he, he has like, I love it so um, much. <laughs> Do that forever, please. <laughs> and then as Uncle Lou, he has an incredibly hot. Like, I want to say not even half his age, mm-hmm. a third of his age. Her out. She wears uh, that cute perfection. little ah. Uh, but so just good. the way he talks about her, like it's very mm-hmm. animated too. So I just feel like those and two. Like, can I get the, can I get the cheesecake now? It's so cute. I um, made a really good cake. It's got horses on it. She's like, it's your birthday. Yeah, <laughs> it's your birthday. We're gonna eat um, cake. Yeah, but I would say Nick, I'm not exaggerating then, on no, the voice. She, her voice is crazy. <laughs> but everybody else, like you said, was stiff. Well, I also went crazy cage. Yay, obviously, five obviously. out of five. Five out um, of five. It's not like Mandy crazy cage. No, where. It's still cinematically crazy. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is, is just cuckoo bananas crazy. It's all, I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm a cokehead. This is cokehead crazy. <laughs> it's time to do what we thought was a great idea, mm-hmm. and we've pretty much regretted it ever since. The Cajun wedges, roulette. The wedges on the wheel have gotten larger, which means we're getting things out. Yeah, we're, we're getting we're, things we're, out. We're working through it, man. Yeah. You just, yeah. just got to power through. So next episode is going to be yours. Oh, I forgot a knick-knock. Jesus I'm so Christ. sorry. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you really quickly because if we get it, I, I want it to be really fun. Okay, okay, go. So this movie was, he brings back Eddie in the movie Arsenal because you said he looked like I Arsenal. I was like, he looked like the guy from Arsenal. No, so either, him. so Arsenal's like either a prequel or something. Oh. I, we don't know. We don't know. It, oh, I didn't. Man. I, I didn't, really hope we do get it because that would just be No, really no, no. Nice. I meant to say You're that. Like, no, I really don't want it. So actually it's really good that we, it's really good that I waited to say it right here because if we get Perfect. it, then it's fate. It's it's kismet. Kismet. Cagement. Oh, that just sounds weird. All right. It so sounds I'm, like you're trying to say cage mess. Christmas cage. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. We're going to hit go. spin. We're going to see what you get. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's spinning so I'm fast. Ready. Oh my I'm gosh, ready. gosh, my gosh, my gosh. It is spinning. It seems like every time we hit the spin button, it moves differently. Looking glass. What is that? I feel like that's one of those 2000 ones where they're all sort of similar. Is that the oh, one with God. Nicole Kidman? No, it's no. not. I think that one had That's one That's Trespass. Looking glass, 2018. It's another thriller. 
Yay! It's got a bunch of people I don't recognize. Do, 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 oh, do, that do. usually happens. It was it was that time. It yeah, was that time of the year. All right. Well, we're doing Looking Glass for episode eight. I thankfully didn't look at any of the reviews. I just whenever we're I just gonna do it. it. Yeah, because it doesn't matter what the reviews are. We still gotta do it. <laughs> we still gotta do it, just like this one. <laughs> We've made it to the end of yet another film journey with Nick and Out of the Cauldron. Remember to like us and rate us wherever you listen to the show. And like and follow us on social media such as Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Internal Cauldron. You can also shoot us an email at internalcauldron at gmail.com. We're always interested in drink recipes, potential guests, and your ideas. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all for joining us on this Nick experience. And as always... In Nick We Trust. Please enjoy these fun moments of us preparing for our super professional, 100% authentically researched podcast. Holy shit, Pokemon. Oop, there we are. <laughs> Oop, there it is. Every, everything I'm doing today is like I hear one song or one phrase from a song and I just sing the yeah, song. You, you've endlessly. been singing a lot today. I just, it's a, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah, or a, no, I, know, a, I know, I know, I get it. And, and I, I don't like musicals, but that should tell you how much I like you that I love. Lily loves my singing. I know, she Lily loves anyone fucking singing. fucking love it. I had to give her a new song. I told Ringo that you never sing to her, and he was like, he's... I don't sing, period, but I have <laughs> started like, singing. doesn't sing? I have started singing to her, You'll Always Be My Baby, because Aww. she's been a little jealous with everything going on. And you linger on. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I don't know all the words, so I literally just know like do 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 strong. You'll always be my baby. That's the whole song. Feeling this strong. Mm. Oh, darling, know you're gonna Great. Hate now me. she's gonna want your aversion. Always be my Oh, I'll sing a worse song. No. No, 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 no. That's not a bad song. I just like I'll sing a song that's bad and then she'll hate me. Mm, I don't <laughs> think that's possible. <laughs>